everyone, welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is Mandy, and with me, as always, is John. Howdy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I, I, we pulled out all the other stuff. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's our I was intro. going to add in more, but I didn't want to today and, for and, some reason. And now that's our intro. We're just going to... Yeah, just, just, just shorten to the point. Short, sweet. Hardline. Yeah, we're, meat, gonna we're meat and potatoes kind of kind of people. Smack you in the face with this kind of thing. This is you want some horror? All right, let's give it to you. Boom, done. Super done. Super duper done. Well done. I, I've got nothing else. How's the meat and potatoes? And done well done. Yeah, <laughs> totally done. As you can see, we are more streamlined than ever. Completely. <laughs> anyway, um, so we kind of wanted to to skip out. Go ahead and go to something that's a little bit more. Isolationist, but not super isolationy. I'm uh, so just excited. Something that you can do with you and your your best friends in a place where they can't really get out uh, because you don't want them running away. I mean, seriously. Why I would they run away? This movie is fucking they, fantastic. They need to not exactly. Yeah. So first and foremost, I just want to point out to cut John off right in the middle of his talking that I am super excited about this movie because it's one of my favorites. It's like right up there next to Event Horizon, one of my favorites. So, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you cut me off because I had no, like, transition for any of this. I it was like, <laughs> oh, God, were... <laughs> please say something. <laughs> uh, we are talking, talking about uh, 2002's Ghost Ship. Ghost Ship. Uh, directed by Stephen Beck, who also did uh, 13 Ghosts. Uh, the, he was the visual direct director. Uh, visual visual effects, effects director, director for Abyss <laughs> and the Hunt for Red October. Oh, he did he did Abyss really. He was the visual director. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted you to say it again. <laughs> he did the visuals, <laughs> which you know, for for people yeah. who who have seen, I don't get. I think people get a lot of mileage out of Abyss nowadays because its big thing was about you know. The visual effects, the weird face out of the water, out of the and water, all that yeah. Kind of stuff. Oh man, that was so. Which cool. was amazing in 1993, but now it's still pretty cool. Now the idea, yeah. the idea is cool. And either way, he directed 13 Ghosts, and yeah. that is one of my other movies that I really like. It's one of the the few movies that was able to utilize Matthew Lillard to the way that he was supposed to be. Oh my you god, Matthew Lillard! In so many other movies, uh, where he is just awful, but if you put him. In a situation where there needs to be somebody who panics, it's amazing. Except for uh, Scooby-Doo. That's why he did so well as Shaggy. Well, yeah. Because he, he was panicking. And he was stoned all the time. He was... Yeah. <laughs> it was but, so uh, good. But Wing Commander, where he's so trying to be good. super serious. No, no, that was it. Uh. Uh, but it's also written by Mark Har- Hanlon. 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 H-A-N-L-O-N. Hanlon. His only other... Credit, if you look for him on IMDb, the only other thing that he's ever done was a movie called Buddy Boy in 1999. Now, I had to look this one up and check it out just to, to kind of get a, a feel for it. Um, Buddy it, Boy. It's uh, the, the the little bit of information that I was able to find about it. Uh, I'm sure I could find the actual movie and, and look it up. Uh, is an introvert relieves the tedium of caring for his invalid mother by spying on his neighbor. So it's a little bit of... Um, or, you know, yeah, rear window. But, yeah, very close. Uh, this movie, of course, is starring Juliana Margulies. Uh, she is from ER, Snakes on a Plane. Uh, she's the lady who is the main character in Good Wife. Um, for some reason, I always think of her in Dogs. I wonder if she was like a SPCA girl or something like oh, that. Oh, uh. yeah. Um It also has Carl Urban. Uh, Carl Urban! 
freaking coolest and, dude ever. Like very early Carl Urban. Yeah, yeah, like so, super early. Like, like you can. Yeah. So you can see him. <laughs> you can't see him as Bones. You can't see him as the dude from the Lord of the Rings or the dude from like the boys in here. But you can't. The main see- guy from the boys. Yeah. If y'all seen the boys. Well, one of the main guys. From the he's boys. he's the main guy. He's one of the main guys. The main guy is the, the little nerdy guy. He's not well, uh, the Cutter guy or whatever who's, his name the is. guy who's butcher? butcher, butcher, yeah, Billy Butcher, right? Billy Butcher, something like that. Yeah, care. the guy who's 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 acting opposite of the main nerdy dude. Yeah, and the boys. But he also plays uh, McCoy Bones from the new Star Trek, not the the new Trek, which I I hate, but like the the two thousand nine the movie Treks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was also uh, in Doom. Yeah. Uh, he played Aramir in Lord of the Rings, and uh, he was Dread from Dread. He, was, he actually did a really good job as Dread. Yeah, and Doom, uh, he was Reaper. It was really kind of funny because it took me a while to kind of warm up to him. I didn't like him as Dread. Oh, I thought he did it from, okay. Well, cause Mind he, you, I've grown up with Sylvester Stallone being Judge Dredd. Well, so, so that's, that's kind of how I felt until I actually read the comic books, and I oh. found out that he did a really good job. Oh. It's, to, to me, it's like... Is it Henry Cavill who uh, coxes uh, hands? Oh, who, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's it's that kind of situation where it's like, yeah, I don't like Henry Cavill as Superman until I kind of watch this shit. And I realize that, yeah, he's kind of a nerd. And he does. He's a res- huge nerd. He respects the the art. The he nerd respects culture. this stuff. Well, because he it's him. It's part yeah. of his culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it also has Gabriel Byrne in it. Uh, I think it's either Byrne or Byrne. B-Y-R-N-E. Yeah, he is from The Usual Suspects, End of Days, Stigmata. He played the uh, the, the devil in End of Days. He was the priest in Stigmata. Uh, I was going to say that. I got I was so excited about saying well, that. Well, he was also in a movie called... Hereditary. So he was the dad in Hereditary. And it's the movie I did not watch. Uh, I know. He's such a good actor. I really like him. I have to turn in my card for that one. But is this the same guy who did uh, Midsommar? I feel like it, either that or it's the same production company. Who? Uh, the uh, Hereditary. It was the oh, same. Oh, yeah. It's the same. It's the uh, same. Yeah. It's the same guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, so Hereditary and, and Midsommar were ones that have taken me forever. Now, I finally did watch Midsommar. Midsommar was actually really good. Which, I, you know, the thing that got me about Midsommar compared to everything else, I didn't, I, I don't care about the whole, like, oh, everybody's being culty and everything like that. The thing that blew my mind out of Midsommar, uh, and I'm hoping that Hereditary has some, some decent visual effects on that one, was. Uh, they do. That's creepy. The, the panning. Just the the beautiful everything in in uh, Midsummer is wide angle shots, big full people walking, and you don't see that in, in movies nowadays. It's all like three quarters of a person torso up, uh, but no, they, in Midsummer they did the whole walking thing. No, they 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 show quite a bit of the people because um, body language is such an important thing. I oh, think yeah. that's I think that's one of the things that he focuses on, and he did a really good job on that one. So I was I was really excited to to see that. Uh, that one got made out, and I, I like Gabriel Byrne, especially for the movie that he's just done, because uh, this this is a decent movie. I don't know if a lot of people know about it though, which is sad because it's it, like I said, it's one of my favorites. I genuinely love this movie. Um, you know, the effects are you know obviously two thousand two looking. Um, they were fantastic for the time, and now you know you look back and they're kind of goofy, mm. but. Um, you know, even watching the special features this and uh, stuff like that on the DVD, because I have the DVD, 
um, the special features on it are amazing. Like, they're, they're not very, there's not very many, because, you know, it's an older movie, but um, just seeing how they did some of it is just fantastic. Um, the oh, other thing to yeah. say that there are a lot of other people in this movie to, to kind of look at them. Uh, I think Emily Browning is the, the girl. From Sucker Punch. Yeah. Uh, she's also. She's the, a baby. Baby she, from Sucker Punch. She's also the girl in um, the. Oh, uh, she was in the uh, series of unfortunate events yeah, movie. Joan. Uh, but she's a, the, um, the little girl in the movie. She's uh, at the very beginning. She's the ghost girl. She's the ghost girl. Mm-hmm. She re- you know who she reminds whole, me of? She's throughout the whole movie. Is she reminds me a lot of uh, the Red Queen from Resident Evil. That AI that uh, wants to kill... Oh! Yeah. Oh, no! Yeah, yeah well, it's because she's a weird, tiny brunette British. lady in this one. <laughs> uh, but it also has uh, people like uh, Ang- uh, Isaiah Washington's in it, uh, who we would recognize from... Tons of other movies. He was in Romeo Must Die, Exit Wounds, uh, Hollywood Homicide. I think he was in Grey's Anatomy, but I never watched that show. I, yeah, I don't But know. I, I recognize him from a lot of different movies. Um, and then the interesting thing is, and because she plays the, the worst lady in the world, is a lady named by uh, Francesca. Uh, I'm not even going to try it because her name's Italian. Uh, but she is... Redondini. Redondini. Retonini. Sure. Sure. Sounds like a pasta. Uh, she is uh, a fairly well-known Italian actress, but she's the uh, the singer. Yeah, she's a, yeah. Well, I can see that from the picture, but yeah, yeah she's the singer. She's she's gorgeous, mm. and um, man, I wish I could fit in a red dress like she does, because man, she rocks it. Shit, so I wish I could so jelly. Red dress that way. So, she, so, I no, cannot pull that stop off. Stop it. Uh, but no. So this is a. Uh, <laughs> This is an interesting movie. It's along the lines of uh, all the uh, the other uh, ghosty, shippy, sea kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's another thing that they, they don't do a lot uh, lately. Uh, but this came Vessels. Out, yeah, yeah, there's not really a whole lot of vessels that are haunted. This came out uh, kind of around the same time that um, things like uh, Deep Rising came out as. Uh, then we had um, Virus. Uh, come oh. out along the same time frame. Hmm. Uh, you know, and I, I'm like, I'm giving a generous kind of time frame, but, uh, you know, we had a couple of movies where we were on the ocean mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, you, you didn't get a whole lot of those after a while. Um, this one really reminds me, there was a, a movie a long time ago which had one of the guys from Police Squad in it uh, who you'd recognize because uh, he was, he was um, not Frank Drebin, but he was the, uh, it, it wasn't Leslie Nielsen, it was the partner uh, and that one was also, I think it might have been like the ghost ship or ghosty ship or something like that. Huh. And it was hilarious because what it was, uh, hilarious, you know, it was it was badly done. It's, the concept was not hilarious. Uh, but what they were was a, um, a cruise ship sank. They ended up on a on a boat. And I, I just wanted to see where this would go because it was like the 1970s. <laughs> and most of, like, if you had uh, uh, some of the other characters on it, they would be like, uh, oh God, what is his name? Dan something or other. Uh, but he would always end up in, like, uh, the Sargasso. There's, like, an island made out of Sargasso that had, like, crab people on it. Or uh, uh, there was another one with uh, where they ended up down south, you know, like, in, a, in the Uncharted World kind of thing. It was, it was I want to say Joe Don Baker, but it's not Joe Don Baker because that's uh, the dude from Mitchell. Um, but <laughs> uh, so he was in that in a movie where they found a derelict ship. So they're, they're sitting in the water. 
They find a derelict ship. They crawl up on it. And Nazi ghosts. Oh. Yep. It was a floating Nazi prison. And the, the ship is so full of evil now that it thirsts for blood. That would be a movie that you would like. Oh, it's hilariously bad. Yeah. You totally like it, don't you? That's totally up your alley, right it's there. A, it's a, a badly made movie, yes. Yes. A badly made movie, yes, is is up my alley. Right, right up his alley. <laughs> I don't like what you're implying. I I am offended. A lumberjack man. Yeah, though that's fine. That's yeah. So, um, I've actually um after you know trying to figure out how we were going to introduce this movie, I um, I actually. It, it kind of makes sense that for some reason, uh, like my two favorite movies are Ghost Ship and Event Horizon, which are basically haunted house in a place that's not a haunted yeah. house. Yeah. Huh. I just thought that was so interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is kind of sad because Avatar is along those lines. Oh. It's, it's so many haunted houses put together. That had and such an opportunity. Oh, that, that was such a wasted opportunity. It's You know why? It's because it was just too crazy. But we, anyway, we this one yeah. is not crazy. This one's fucking fantastic. I'm excited about it. I'm so excited. So we will go ahead and watch this one. And then we will come back and we'll talk to you about it. Uh, spoilers ahead. Uh, it's know, from 2002. If you haven't seen it yet, then bow. go watch it. Uh, Please. My heart will go on, honey. My heart will go on and on. I'm going to go ahead and stop it there. <laughs> Please do. So we will just, see y'all in a bit. Let's just cut that part out. No, we're keeping that. <laughs> Bye. Mr. Murphy, I'm Jack Farrington. I fly the Arctic Weather Patrol. Last month, I was out in the middle of the street when I came across this. Congratulations, you found a boat in the middle of the ocean. What do you think a ship like this could be worth? Depends on if we have the right to salvage it. I do know one thing, sea gives you an opportunity, you take it. Yo, Murph, I think you should get up here. It's an ocean liner. It's the Antonio Grasa. Any sign of what might have happened? Nothing. No passengers, no crew, no captain. No mention of anything in the ship's log. What do you make of that? A ghost ship. I think I saw something I couldn't possibly have seen. I think I saw a little girl. seriously wrong with this boat haunted possessed whatever you want to call it i said we get our boat going and get the hell out of here what are we gonna do we have got to get off this boat now bon voyage and we're back 
We are. So. Oh, that was loud. Um. I, so this is your favorite movie. One of my favorites, yes. And uh, I can confirm that. It's uh, it's an interesting film. Uh, if you get the chance to watch it, I definitely suggest it because it is up there with one of those. It's it's a lot of fun. If you uh, have ever seen any of the other kind of on the ocean style horror movies like um, uh, Deep Rising uh, is one of them. Uh, there's a couple other ones that are kind of along those lines. I, I haven't. You haven't? I don't, I, don't, I don't remember Deep Rising. Uh, it's the one where they... I don't like a lot of underwater movies. <laughs> like, this is, that's why it's so weird for me because I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of things in the ocean. Like, it freaks me the hell out. There's like, a, honestly, probably because the ocean is way too deep and just vast and unknown and there's a whole bunch of shit in there that we don't know about so it freaks me out a little bit like i have an issue with that you're really gonna hate deep rising then because that's like literally although it does have the guy from mummy in it uh the uh the brandon Fraser. no the other one arnold Vosloo. is he the uh the hello oh no the guy who played guy. bartok oh yeah is it, no is that not him i don't no. think so okay he had the same kind of like uh, Anyways, okay, we'll talk about that one later. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so uh, I enjoyed this one. Um, It's it's a lot of fun. It's uh, kind of an interesting uh, tale, definitely. Uh, We start off with the what was the name of the boat? The Antonio Grasso. Yeah. Oh, okay, yes. The Antonio, yeah. the Antonio Grasso. So we start off on there, and it's definitely... So the weird part is, is everything in there is Art Deco. And it seems like it's extremely old, but it actually takes place... It's like 1960s? 1906. 1960s. Oh, I thought... Yeah. Did I get those confused? Yeah. Maybe I got those confused? Okay. Which would make sense if it was 1906, but it was 1960, 1962, was, from what I remember. And I keep... <laughs> He keeps saying it. Gosh, you know, I've seen this like a billion times. I swear I thought it was always like 1906. Which would make sense for... Because there's like old tiny like luggage and all kinds of stuff on it. Are we sure? But, it, but the, uh, the, the portion stuff was in like the 1950s. I'm going to start it over. Yeah. It, it, okay. it takes place in, from what I remember. And I, you know, if I'm wrong, go mid-1900s. ahead. Mid-1900s. It. It's mid-90s, like 1960s. 1900s. It's 60s. Yeah. That's like, that's like literally between 1900 and 2000. That's the mid-1900s. That's in the middle of the 20th century. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we we see this, you know, it would make a lot more sense if it was 1962, but like it wouldn't, not 1960s, but 1900s. 1906. But, uh, I swear it says 1906. Maybe I, I should go uh, and watch it real quick. Yeah. Should hey, I? Well, well, Let's pause it. Okay, we're going to pause it real quick. Be, be right back. Yeah? No, it's 1962. Weird. That is weird. Uh, so, and that's kind of my, my issue is, is the Art Deco theme of the entire boat is 1900s, 1920s-ish. Uh, but we start out and, uh, you know, if you're one of those types of people who wants to have that good first kill this is probably one of the best movies for it you get this nice uh you have a of like a italian lady singing an italian song very croony and uh she's in a red dress and she's very pretty and she's like singing to this whole group of people who are on this boat and they're all dancing to it on the outside and then we kind of see it's it's very rube goldberg that kind of just like okay so if we move the tension here we you know, twist this button here, we pull this thing, and it'll turn the light switch on. 
uh, but like a Rube Goldberg murder machine. So it's like, um, so then you see somebody's hand come up and pull a lever, and that lever tightens the attention of a metal um, line that is uh, going across the um, the balcony, I guess, of the of the ship. It, it's it, it is a it's a murder line, really. It's if you look at the rest of the reasons why it would be there, there's absolutely no reason for it. Uh, it's just to be like an awesome kill. Yeah. It's so, like, don't push this button unless you want to see a lot of people die awesomely. And that's horribly. exactly what does. Horribly. Um, it literally cuts everybody in half. Yep. Which the my only issue with that part is where it cut everybody in half, everybody should have died. Yeah. Including the little girl. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're kind of following around Emily Browning. Emily Browning? Emily Browning? Yeah. That sounds about yeah. right. Uh, and she is... Um, kind of she's like oh no what's going on because she's this is pre um what's the uh series of unfortunate events yeah but so she was, this is i think she was older in that one already was she i think so uh, I, mm, uh, this is 2002 emily browning so this is very young it's like oh no i don't know what's going on all my spirit and stuff Oh, my God. I don't know why it made it sound like that, but that she was, did kind of sound like that. She had a very thick, like, my mother is taking me to America. Oh, they got married, and I'm going to see them. So she was supposed to be English. She was supposed to be. And John's trying his best. Oh, no, I'm not trying my best. I could probably do good English for accent if I feel like it, but I'm not going to do it like that. I'm going to do it like an Emily Browning one on there. <laughs> so just, you lost oh, it. Oh, no. Like, you lost it like halfway Goodness through. Goodness gracious me, so, oh, boy. So she, Please, so, sir, may I have some more? So, <clears throat> <laughs> anyways, so another, um, so she's the only one that lives on, on during that whole scene. Yeah, and it's, and, it's and, whipcord, people fall in half. Uh, trying to pick themselves back up by like their their like their bottom halves or I mean they're trying to like put their bottom halves back up to their top halves. One armed, you know, flipping up in the to the the sky, reaching out even though it's not connected to anything. Uh, guy loses his head, uh, that kind of thing. It's, it's it's interesting stuff, and then then it immediately switches over to to our, our to now, which yeah. is our which isn't now. It's two thousand two. Yeah. Um, but it's a salvage salvager crew. Yep. Um, they are trying to save this boat, and it sh- you know introduces us to all of our characters and how badass they are, and um, you know how they work as a team and they're yep. a really good team together. Um, they save the boat, right? So they save yep. the boat, and then uh, they and it's so if you've seen things like Virus and all those, everything is always either a uh, it's either a transport crew or a salvage crew because those are the easiest ones who are going to want something on there and not want to immediately call the Coast Guard. Because everything else, like, literally, like, I'd be, like, 10 seconds away from call. I'd have, like, a special phone. It's like, hey, I just want to let y'all know I'm okay. Thank you, Coast Guard. Click. <laughs> hey, um, I just wanted to let y'all know I'm okay again. Yeah. No, I'm I'm out on the water. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, I, I realize I'm only 10 feet from shore, but still. Click. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. Uh, so we see uh, Carl Urban, uh, Juliana Margulies, uh, the uh, Gabriel Byrne. Yeah, Brian? Gabriel Byrne. Byrne, uh, and then, you know, the other folks who, who, I don't know, Isaiah Washington's in there. I don't know if he was in there, too, but, like, I nah, people I didn't care about. Um, and they're, they're saving this, what looks like a Russian, like, fleet boat. It's got, like, weird, like, helicopters off like pads off the side of it and stuff it doesn't make any sense 
but they save it. Huzzah! Because uh, they work great together. Uh, That's exactly what I just said. And then they, they like, end up at a... It. Okay, cool. Uh, then they end up at a, uh, so a bar. Weird. I'm trying to remember the rest of it. Because it, it's, it's just kind so of they, a long movie. They end up at a bar... Where they're, they're drinking, all they're all splitting money. Yeah. What they're drinking does not matter. Yes, it does. They're it's, drinking Miller Genuine Draft. Yeah, MGD. So, they're drinking, and it is the nastiest. It's the 2000 like look, so it's like everything's a black label, like it's trying to be Negro Modelo or something like that, and it looks like ass. Like the whole time, I'm just like, oh, this is the real horror scene. They just keep drinking it. Oh God, won't somebody warn them? So they uh, they're splitting the money in half. <laughs> And um, then uh, a man comes. And honestly, I never, after the billion times that I've watched this movie, I have never caught his name. Ferryman. Uh, well, yes, oh, okay. I know that now. So his name is Ferryman. That's his last name. His last name is Ferryman. Don't pay the ferryman. So, <laughs> Don't so even he shows some pictures. Price. So he shows some pictures of this cruise ship. That he has found, in, or a ship that he's found in the middle of the ocean. Um, he goes back and forth. He, he flies. And so he says, hey, I found this, sh- you know, this ship. Um, if y'all go out there, I want 20% of whatever y'all find. 10% or 20%. So they talk about it. You know, some of them are, you know, tossing it up in the air. They finally all just say, okay. So they're on their way out there. And... Their machine isn't working. It's not picking up a boat. It is sometimes, and then it is, and it isn't, radar. and then it is, yeah. So the radar is messing up, and then they send somebody out there with a big light. One of the one of the crew members with a big light to shine and out. He still didn't see it because they're like shining this giant. And it, I get it. It's the middle of the storm. It's, it's the storming. Ocean, and yeah. then like they still slam into the boat. Like they they stop right beforehand. Luckily, otherwise I just would have like crashed yeah. right the hell through it. Um, but yeah, so they, they, they stop right beforehand and then they hit the boat, barely missing the guy who had the light. Everybody slams forward. It's this whole big thing. They all come out and they see that it is the Antonio Graza. Yep. So the captain, who is Gabriel Byrne. Yeah, so they decide to get up on the boat. They're checking it out and shenanigans start happening a little bit just with the, uh, the uh, I think, uh, Carl Urban, which Carl Urban falls through a weak patch in the floor, and then they never use the weak patch in the floor thing again. Yeah, it's because it was used already. Well, why didn't they just use it again? It would have been awesome. They had a lot of other awesome things. Anyways. Anyway. So, Carl Urban falls through the floor. This is whenever um, our leading lady, Epps, um, Juliana sees, Margulies, yeah. sees um, Katie, who is the tiny ghost, played by Emily Browning. Um, that's the first time that she sees her. She's not sure if she saw her or not. She thinks she could be hallucinating. Um, she goes back and she tells um, Jack Ferryman um, about it. And they continue to go on the boat to explore all that stuff, even after that happened. Um, try to see what the damage is. See if they can fix it, because apparently the boat is heading towards a giant batch of rocks, and it's hit these rocks once already, which is how there is a giant hole in the side of the ship. It's uh, so it's the the ship is slowly sinking is the concept for this. Yeah, and uh, but they're the best salvagers in the world. Yeah, um, damn it. They convince the only person who wants to call the coast guard not to call the coast guard, 
and they say, you know, we're it, it's our ship. Like this is a ship that's been lost for freaking ever. We're gonna we're gonna we found it. We're gonna take it home. We're gonna get all this money. Well, they the reason why that happened was they they weren't even thinking about calling the Coast Guard until they uh, saw the uh, the stuff in the hold. We might as well just tell people now. Well, I, no, you can continue on. No, no, go ahead. I like this. We can be spooky. We can have foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, I don't remember exactly what they were doing because they were just looking around trying to, to like, oh, shenanigans. They were looking and around. Was, creepy stuff kept happening. There was, yeah, so it's it's very light creepy stuff, but not like the it's, – it's the fun spooky. So this is a, a haunted house boat. Yeah. Yeah, haunted house in the ocean. Um, we – we don't see anything else really up until that. Well, no. Uh, so uh, they're looking around the place, and I think uh, Julianne Margulies falls into the. Uh, uh, she falls into a internal swimming pool where she notices that there's a lot of holes on the wall mm-hmm. uh, from bullet holes. Uh, so and it's it's one of the because this is 2002. It's one of the cheesiest effects. Like she gets up, she gets out, and she starts walking away, and it turns out that. Uh, like blood has been leaking from the bullet holes into the thing and slowly filling it up, but it doesn't look right. Like it looks like like weird <laughs> jello. Honestly, I thought that was probably one of like the better effects that they did compared to the room. Yeah, well, compare which, we'll, which we'll talk about that in a yeah, little bit. So this is it's it just was like one of those funny things because it's it's obviously full and like sloshing and moving around and you're like that's a shit ton of water blood that somebody should be able to hear and apparently she couldn't um but uh then we do the underwater cam and it it we slip into the the uh red the, pool. Wa- the red blood and you yeah, see all, it's these, all uh... these dead people inside of it yeah it's pretty cool um so we're like oh okay shit's about to get real uh well it's at this point the captain finds the boxes finds the boxes yeah who finds the boxes of gold yeah they do Juliana Margulies does. She does? Yeah, because okay. remember, he leads her that way. That's right. Okay, so Ferryman uh, kind of leads her into that, that thing. He's not, like, not, oh, Yeah, because oh, oh, he's, so he's all excited, right? And he just so happens. So first they find all these freaking dead bodies, right? So oh, they yeah, open up, they open they up were, this door. They were recently all, dead bodies. Like within a, within a couple of weeks. Yeah. And all these dead bodies come pouring out. They're freaking out because it's um, Juliana Margulies and the Jack Ferryman guy. Um, they get kind of led into, because one door closes for them to get out. So they have to go through, slosh through all the dead bodies, go to another door and they're walking through and they see kind of like a hangar, I guess, because there's like a car in there and like chains and all kinds of other stuff. It's definitely a cargo hold. Yeah. It's Um, like, yeah, it's a cargo hold. It's a a beautiful, and like, it's so funny because the guy's like, Oh man, have you ever seen one? This is a 1952 Phantom. And you're like, bitch, we just got covered in dead bodies. The fuck is wrong with you? And yeah. he's like, she, oh, she but was, I just really want to. She's like, no, we see. need to get the hell out of here now. Like, no, there's so many, but but it's a and, car. And, and oh, look, oh, what's this? And then she sees something moving. And, um, it's not in the, in the In the, in the room next door so it's she kicks open a box and there's all these rats inside of it and along with the rats is freaking a ton of bars of gold there's like 
50 bars of gold mm-hmm. in this in these boxes and there's like three or four boxes yeah so there's just a shit ton of, of gold there's a and so they get all together and then they sit there and they go oh should we should we try to take all this stuff or should we leave and then they're like let's just take all the gold and leave so they they go down there one of the guys was working on the boat to make sure that it could uh, run and he gets cacked by a disturbing so and and this is where it starts kind of breaking down for me because um on their boat, uh, there is a, a mechanic who is fixing their, their thing, and then propane tank opens. Um, for that to happen, like, so, it's it's a very, a ferryman get, starts pulling some shit, is what I think. And I, I, it's, like, I get it, it's in service to the plot, but to me it was just, like, it was cheesy uh, for him to, uh, he nukes their boat. Uh, by filling it full of propane, then they try to start it and it explodes. Kills off one of the guys. Uh, Juliana Margulies saves another one, uh, so they're always trying to. But you don't know it's Ferryman yet. Oh no, Fer- Ferryman. No, we just see shit moving, like it's um, it's, it's ghost yeah, shit. Yeah, ghost shit. Uh, so then <laughs> spoilers. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it, with a name like Ferryman, I mean, uh, seriously. But see, that's what ruins it. I had no idea his name was Ferryman. I really didn't. And now that I know, I'm like, oh, that gives this it away. This whole time. This whole fucking time. They gave it away. Like, <sighs> so disappointing. But, uh, so, after that, uh, they have to crawl back onto the boat. They decide that what they're going to do this time around is Fix keep, the ship. Yeah, they're going to fix the ship. They're going to keep it uh, from hitting the rocks again. Which Santos we, died. Yeah. So, uh, so, that was the, the mechanic. Yes. Um, so he's dead. Uh, so how many did they have? They had Santos. They had... Uh, they um, had Munder. They had... Um, so they, they had... Um, Munder, the... Dodge. So they had Carl Urban, the blonde guy. Yeah. They had... Um, the guy who had to get back to his fiance. Yep. And then they had the... Juliana uh, Margulies and then the captain. The captain and then Santos. So the six guys yep. plus Ferryman. We lost Santos. Uh, so he's dead. Um, they had... Uh, so at that point, they decide that they're going to go ahead and fix everything up. So they... Do what is it they do? No, they decide that they they can't see, so they're just gonna chill for the night. Yes. Uh, so this is when everybody starts getting to see all the shenanigans themselves. Um, the Gabriel Byrne is very distraught about he, Santos. Yeah, he uh, he blames himself for the guy's death. He's also a recovering alcoholic, uh, so he is very much tempted by a bottle of whiskey in the captain's quarter. So he starts drinking really hard. Uh, when he sees the captain, the captain's like, hey, how's it going? The captain who had his head cut off in yeah. the beginning part of the movie. So uh, he's like, hey, how's it going? And he's like, what the hell? And he's like, oh, let me show you. So he basically walks us through the plot. Uh, what had happened was they found the wreck of a Another earlier cruise ship. Cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lorelei. Yeah. On that cruise ship, uh, they found one survivor and the boxes of gold. Uh, that one survivor was... Uh, you don't know yet. Yeah, so it's they give us a, a picture, and he's just like, oh, God, no. Um, and then we get, uh, at that point, is when uh, Carl Urban, who is spastic in this movie, is the best way I can explain it. He is just losing his shit. He's just super keen on everything. And kind of like, like just, like, you've never seen him act like this. Like, everything else, he's kind of calm and, and very, like, all right, this is what we're going to do. You know, and this one is just like, what? I can't believe this bullshit, man. I just, what What am I doing? Nah, man, whatever. 
He, yeah, he's he's a dude. He's a, he's a he's a yeah. He's a dude. He's such a dude in this movie. <laughs> um, but he uh, he and the blonde guy have a what is it they do? They start eating the food. Well, first they scare they. Scare or, that was that was that, much oh earlier. sorry yeah that was that was earlier um so they they uh they're rock paper scissoring who's going to eat out of these jars of food because um, they keep finding these uh cans of of unopened stuff from the 1960s like um beans and rice and sounds a lot better than the 1920s like now that I'm thinking about it like because the 1920s all those cans would be like but like yeah. 1960s maybe. Uh, but yeah, so they just they start having them shelves of smorgasbord. They really enjoy it, and then it turns into a maggots. Yeah, they all eat maggots. your maggots, Michael. How do you like them? Ugh. You're eating maggots, Michael. Okay. And then they're like, "Oh God!" And, and then, then they, they run, run away. Out. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, first uh, the first mate guy uh, who has to get back to his fiance, who a picture of his fiance. We finally see her. She looks like a man. I, I honestly think that, what they did was they actually dressed him up in drag. Oh, my God. I hope and so. And then, like, here's the photo of your fiance. And they were just like, son of a bitch. Really? So he was really trying to push to go see uh, his fiance again. But then uh, Francesca, the beautiful Italian singer from the very beginning of the movie. I cannot uh, believe you remember her name, but you don't remember anybody he, else's name. Francesca, 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 Francesca. There was like 18 times uh-huh. they show her name. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember Julianne Margulies, Epps. Meanwhile, throughout the entire movie, they say everybody else's name, but you don't remember theirs. I don't remember him. I don't remember his name, but I think he was like, was he Maduro? What was his name? Who? The the first mate. Beyonce boy. You. This is like your favorite movie, and you don't even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't even give a shit. Oh, I remember Munder, and I remember Epps, and yeah, I remember that was, Dodge. That was Munder. No, uh, Munder. No, Munder, Munder was, was Carl, Carl Urban. Urban. Okay. So yeah, he just he didn't. Eh. Oh well. I just remember fiance guy. Uh, fiance so, guy. Uh, he Greer. Greer. Okay, fiance guy. Uh, he uh, he starts. You know, she starts really hitting on him, and this is where they do the uh, the worst uh, CG in the uh, entire show. They do a reverse. They, they took a lot of pride in it, and I'm yeah. sure back in 2002. No. It, no, it still probably didn't. No, look this that was good. this was like Fear.com. It was. Uh, it, it did not look good. It was bad. Uh, and so what they did was they did a reverse, uh, reverse like, time. Yeah. So they reverse time in the, the singing area. So everybody, and everybody's like clapping for him. Like, yay. And I'm like sitting there going like, what are y'all clapping for? Why are we all clapping? Mm-hmm. And then of course the only people who aren't are Francesca and himself. Uh, so they, uh, Francesca starts hitting him on really hard, starts really teasing hard. him oh away from gosh. everything, starts stripping away. He starts chasing her down and they th- he thinks they're gonna do it he well, thinks they're gonna she do it. gets like completely naked and stands in front of this thing and he walks towards her and then tries to wrap his arms around her and oh no she's invisible oh, oh, oh can't touch her falls down an open elevator shaft which was pre it was that that uh shit what's that thing called uh the gun Chekhov's gun yeah yeah because they had shown the elevator earlier yeah they, and in fact, they were all like, let's not fall down that elevator, I think. Yeah, and then, and then Greer does, which is kind and of... Like, Whoa! So, so he falls, he dies. Um, and then Francesca turns and you see how ugly she really is. She's the... Um, they, they basically, they age her. Like, uh, they do a shining to her. She's the, uh, the old lady in the bathtub. And she has, like, dentures. Yeah, which I'm like, what was the point of that? She, she's creepy. Like, I they're guess. trying to make her creepy. That's that's the whole thing. Yeah. So, they did. They, they succeeded. She's super creepy. Um, and then... 
Uh, at this point, um, I think Epps gets the the full story. She follows around with uh, Emily Browning's ghost, and Emily Browning's ghost shows her oh. the entirety. No, no, they they had already they had already fixed all the damage because they couldn't find Greer, so they had already fixed all the damage themselves. And then she, whenever they're like, it'll be bone dry. She's like, okay, I need you to go upstairs, well, watch no. the thing, and then I'm gonna go find Greer. And that's whenever Emily Browning shows her the story. Okay, so oh no, she just meets Emily Browning and she just talks to her for a little while. Yes. Uh, so yeah, so she meets the ghost and talks to her for a little while, uh, and it's at that point that she's like, "Oh man, we got to get the hell out of here." So she starts like trying to find everybody, and then the captain is there, and he's wasted off his rocker. Well, he's been tormented by the ghost of Santos, uh, who's like mouthing off to him the entire time, and unfortunately. Uh, the ghost of Santos is also looking like he's, uh, it's looking like Epps. So it's looking like Juliana, Juliana Margulies. Uh, it's like, you know, so he starts attacking the Santos ghost and he's actually attacking Juliana Margulies. Yeah. Um, and he's got a, a, a photo. He's got the photo in his hand that the, uh, the captain was going to show him, uh, or that showed him, uh, and just starts beating the living hell up until Carl Urban comes in and, and knocks him the hell out. It's, uh, it's, it's, a uh, Jack. Jack knocks him the hell out. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Uh, the the uh, ferryman knocks him out. Yes, because you're like, why does he do that for? And I said, well, because he's trying to get them to help him fix the yeah. ship. Yeah, and it, it's... We get that later. Uh, so they dump him in this gigantic uh, aquarium mm-hmm. that has like a... Like, it's so big that it has like a like a, a spin lock on top. Um, on... Uh, it's a huge tube. And I'm just like, yeah, that's let's not do that. And they're just like, he'll be safe here till tomorrow morning. It'll be fine. Uh, and then they're like, okay, well, we got to go ahead and fix the ship because we're fucked otherwise. So they go out. They fix the ship. Uh, during that period of time is when uh, Epps gets shown the past, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she finds Greer. Greer's dead. Yep. Emily Browning is like, I have to show you something. So she shows her. Ghosty touch. The past, which is everything that's happened, mm-hmm. how everybody died, how the crew was all, not all of the crew, but some of the crew was in on it. Mm. So, so the way that it worked was, um, I, and I, I think what happened was that Francesca was the one who kind of got that one guy. She led everybody. Well, she led that guy. And then that guy led everybody else, mm-hmm. I think. So what happens is, um, is... The crew wants to take the gold, uh, so they kill everybody. Rat uh, poison in Rat the soup. Rat poison in the soup. Yeah, uh, to kill steal, most of the to kill most of the passengers. They steal a lot of guns, um, and they they do some horrible shit. This is where we get to see them shoot everybody and then throw them into the uh, the pool. Swimming pool. Yeah. Um, and then they kill Emily Browning. They yeah, kill. They pull everybody. her away, which that was kind of dark. Because uh, they, they hung her, I guess. Yeah, then. they hung her. Yeah. After um, who knows what happened. Yeah. 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 And they were like slicing people's throats with razor blades. Uh, they were just shooting people all over the dang place. Uh, so uh, we get to see that part. And then we finally see them, like all the survivor people, all the people who caused all these these kills. Uh, they are in uh, the, uh, the the cargo uh, hold of the, um, uh, the, the boat. Opening everything up, they're they're looking at the gold. They're like, "Yay!" And one guy pulls out a grease gun and just shoots the living shit out of all of them. And because Francesca's behind him, is being all like, "Oh, look at me! I'm you know like you should do that." And then he turns around back to Francesca to show her what a good boy he's been. Uh, and he gets a nine millimeter to the face from her. Uh, well, 
in walks in a shadow-faced man that we don't get to see uh, until he's making out with Francesca and he turns around and, oh God, it's Ferryman this entire time. Uh, and then he walks two paces back and a giant hook falls from the ceiling and gigs uh, Francesca like a, uh, a... A fish. Yeah, like a fish. Probably also one of the better deaths. He rips her uh, her glove off and he touches her hand because they, they... Emily Browning had said before, like, the I'm marked not, ones. I'm not marked. I'm not yeah. marked like the rest. So, and, and they don't really go into the rest of it. Like, that's it. They This and the only other time... Because we don't see, like, the hand marks on anybody else or anything like that. Um, we just see... You know, that kind of thing happened. So what he does is he marks her uh, with a fish hook symbol on her hand. Uh, and then that's it, I guess. I don't... It was weird. Um, it was not weird. No, I mean, because, like, that's it. And then it shows... Uh, I think it shows um, the part and where... And then it shows uh, Murphy. Murphy, yeah, the uh, the captain, uh, who is in the, the giant aquarium. It shows him, like, knocked out. And then it shows a spigot turning... Uh, so Letting she runs up. She's like, "No!" She runs and she sees him, and he's floating in the water. And there's a picture, the the picture of ferryman from the 1962, uh, being saved. And they're like, "Oh no!" Uh, it's at this point that um, that's whenever yeah, Carl Urban yeah. is is down in the the uh, the machine room. He's trying to one of the uh, pumps that they're pumping everything out with uh, was clogged. So they do up. rock paper scissors to see who goes. Uh, Carl Urban lost, so he goes down there. Yep. The other guy goes up to the the bridge uh, where uh, they're finally able to move the rudder and uh, move the ship away from the um, the rocks. The rocks. Um. So, uh, like <laughs> Juliana Marlies runs up to the the blonde haired guy uh, and is like, "Oh God, uh, we, we gotta, gotta get out of here. We like, gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here." Uh, and then he she's, and then. And then Ferryman comes like, up. Oh my god, I just saw Murphy. What happened? And so she tells him, she's like, Dodge, here's the gun. Like, don't let each other out of your sight. I really don't want you to see it. But I, I thought need, you said... I need to go find Munder. Yeah. Like, I just don't go go out of each other's sight. Munder is Carl Urban. Yes. So, Carl Urban is dead. In, in gets, the meantime, like, immediately after, he's like, I gotta go find him. He gets, like, yanked into a turning gear into thing. Into gears and, and crunched <laughs> into freaking jelly. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so at this point, I guess Juliana Margulies sees uh, the like shreds of gooey bits of Carl of Urban. Urban, and she gets pissed off. So at this point, we switch back to the uh, the the captain, the the boat, the, uh, the the I get what was it, the bridge? Yeah, the bridge of the boat, and uh, he's like the uh, ferryman's like, okay, uh, we, well, we we're... just we just missed the rocks. I guess we're good. Cool. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and talk to uh, to Juliana Margulies. He's like, no, I don't think you will. He's like, like, no, no, uh, you're going to no, stay I think here. We will. Uh, blonde guy, look, I like what you're saying, but I'm going to go ahead and go. He's just like, no, you're not. And so Ferryman's like, okay, okay, okay. So he, so he kind of backs off because he, he has, and that's the thing I like about this, this, guy's, this guy's acting. He, he, plays, he plays his character very, very well. He's not intimidating at all whenever he's Jack Ferryman. And then he turns into the demon. And the demon is the complete opposite of Jack Ferryman, and he's obviously very commanding, very intimidating. Well, he's he's the thing is, is he doesn't give a shit because it, what are you gonna do to him? Kind of th- situation. Mm-hmm. And so um, he sits there and he goes, "You make me sick listening to a woman like this." Blah 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 blah. Entice, entice, entice. You know what happens if you shoot somebody? You go to hell. Uh, or if you kill somebody, uh, murder somebody, you go to hell. And then Dodge shoots him. 
Uh, and then Ferryman is dead on the ground. We see Dodge start leaving the room. Ferryman opens his eyes. We switch back to Juliana Margulies. Uh, Who is setting up C4. Just tons of C4. Uh, and then Dodge runs and he's like, no, wait, we can save the boat. What are you doing? we got to get out of here. And he's just like, no, we're, we're blowing this fucking some bitch up. He goes, what about the gold? She's like, are you fucking kidding? Like, nobody gets the gold. Nobody ever does. Nobody ever no. gets the gold out. Yeah. Like, oh. And he's like, fine. So he like flips out. He's throwing stuff and he's calling her a bitch. And he's just like, whatever, just do whatever you want. Blow us up then. Just blow us up. And she says, how come you haven't asked me about where Carl Urban is? Yeah, why haven't you asked me where Munder is? Because they're like best uh, friends. And he says, oh, well, I guess it's because I already know. And then it turns into ferryman. Dun, dun, dun. dun. So that is whenever, you know, it, it it's there's no longer any doubt that ferryman is no not human in any way, shape or form. Well, so he explains that he was a he was a sinner. In the past, and he is now just doing a job. He's a salvager, like he, she is. He uh, is going to uh, take, uh, once they fill up the boat full of souls, uh, he delivers the whole boat, and management is happy if he loses the boat. So the the point, this is when we get the concept of what he was doing. They never really come out and say it, which I, I think is a detriment to the story, just because the rest of the story is not that, like, you know, complicated. So the fact that they left it out seems more like an oversight instead of a, uh, you know, a on purpose kind of thing. The point that he got these guys for was to fix the boat. Because if the boat sinks, he loses all of the souls that he has trapped aboard it by now. Uh, so if he's got to make sure that that doesn't happen. Which is why he shows up and he gets those guys to show up and he gets to keep their souls too and all this other kind of stuff. Ferryman at this point tries to offer Juliana Margulies to get out. Um, she says no. He hits her with a pipe. Well, he makes one of the pipes hit her really because he has psychic control over the boat. Uh, and uh, a fight ensues which leads to Juliana Margulies holding a uh, harpoon on him uh, which she fires at the detonator switch and blows the whole fucking boat open yep blows the whole boat up in fact a pipe hits ferryman and make him explodes he freaking explodes he has like his there, rib cage goes flying it's hilarious because it's, it's, it's like it's a pretty cool it's a mortal combat fatality yeah. like it's the brutality like just shit explodes you're just like really it, I, I actually really Spoosh. love that part it's very satisfying and then um juliana margulies makes it out with the help of young katie uh, her help, she she's Ellie Bowman, yeah, Browning. Browning, yeah, she's a uh, she's floating around helping her find the exit. She's like this way, this way, this way. Uh, the whole time we're seeing this, uh, the boat starts to sink. We see uh, people swimming to the top in in all the souls, yeah, in tuxedos and stuff. So we can kind of kind of gather that it's the souls swimming up to and I guess heaven because there was an aurora. Which I wish that is one thing that I wish that they would have done because there were some horrible fucking people on there. Well, so here's the thing, and this is why I think they really should have pushed a little bit more about the, the ferryman thing. Later on, Julianne Margulies, like, latches herself to a, a... Luggage. Yeah, to luggage. She survives in the open water. She's picked up by another... Um, cruise ship. Cruise ship. And then she's, you know, she's taken off the cruise ship by uh, an ambulance. ambulance, and she's sitting in the ambulance. And she's looking out, and then she sees, uh, like, the porter... Uh, and a couple other people from the boat, uh, the people who could, yeah, the, the people who are carrying them. Alive, the, live people, yeah. 
Well, yeah. Well, so it's it's there. These guys are carrying what are obviously the gold bars, like the the trunks full of the gold bars, mm-hmm. onto the boat, uh, and the people who are carrying them are the people who did a lot of the killing in uh, the other one. They're dressed up the same. They're still dressed up in the uh, the waiter uniforms and everything like that from the. Uh, the I think that's just their. I uh, the, because I looked at all their faces and stuff like that. It's not the same people. Yeah, it is. It's, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's it's the little guy with the curly hair who like looks at Francesca and gets shot in the face. That's one of the main guys who does it. He was not. That was not one of the guys who was bringing the gold on. That was one of the guys. No, it's not. Uh, I don't know. Either either way. So they they you, also weren't wearing the same clothing as the uh, the boat that was doing it. They were wearing the same clothing of the guys who were on the other one. See, again, this is... Maybe I'm trying to make it a better movie than it was, because that would have been cool. Because we see then Ferryman, like, walking in past as the, the, the gold bars are being taken in. Julianne Margulies is like, no! And then it ends with what? Mudvane. Yeah, Mudvane. Which, Mudvane's in this a lot, which totally... It, it's, actually, it's actually the same song. Oh, yeah. That's a really long one. It's, 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 yeah, it's the long version of it, though. Yeah, like a stupid long version. Like they yeah. repeat a couple of a couple of pieces of it. Um, but yeah, so I the, the the one thing that I wish that they would have changed about about the ending at least because I love this movie. Um, but the one thing that I wish that they would have changed was what happens to the people who were actually horrible and deserve to go to hell. Well, see, that's because, why I I, th- I thought what was going on was that they. Um, they're they're still in service to him because he marked because he people marked who sinned. But then Francesca would have showed up. Well, that would have been interesting, and maybe they would have done that but... because she was definitely marked. Yeah. Like there was no doubting. Well, Francesca that was the only person marked. that we saw got marked. Yeah, which yeah. I'm sure everybody else got marked too. That's why that's why nobody else was able to talk to to Epps because well, technically everybody was marked on that entire ship. Well, it's it's the sinners. That's why the uh, the captain was able to talk to the other guy. He was able to talk to the uh, the, but the I captain. But I think even I think even he was. Uh, even I think even he was marked. Nope. No. Okay. No. So and that was the thing. There were there were some people who were marked and some people who weren't. Uh, the way that I understood it was all the people who did the mutiny and killed all those people. Those were the marked people, uh, because yeah, nobody else talked. But they, you know, like not a lot of them were a lot stronger than that. She, you know, the Emily Browning girl, uh, she was extremely strong, and that's probably because she was young and uh, the whole situation is, makes her purity uh you know of youth be something on there but really this there there's a lot of fun stuff in this movie but there's a lot of just it, lazy writing parts where i'm having to put it in myself uh and probably now that i'm thinking about it just wasn't there and to begin with and that's why we're having such a uh kind of a back and forth about this was because uh yeah, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't the same people. But it's probably because I've watched this so many times that I take it for what it is, and mm-hmm. I try not, and I don't look as into it as much. Um, but I mean, you forgot a whole bunch of the stuff that had happened. You know that that had happened through the movie and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's oh, it's because it, it just kind of blurs after a bit. It, this is very much a kind of a Sunday afternoon, you know, horror movie. This is not a. Uh, you know, we're all going to watch this. Unless it's, like, as part of, a, like, a group of movies that you're... Oh, let's watch all these horror movies that take place in the ocean. Ghost, Ghost Ship would be a fun um, group movie yeah. to watch. Yeah. And, and sure. definitely, you know, some of the actors in this are really good. Carl Urban in there uh, as one of his like, early... Way early. Way early ones. He's a lot of fun. Uh, Gabriel Byrne in this is a lot of fun. He really tries to act his ass off. Uh, and a lot of the other people are, are a lot of 
fun in this one too but i you know you kind of almost expect there to be like little pauses and commercial breaks in the middle of it uh because it's it's very much that kind it of does movie. not feel like a tv movie the, no not a tv movie but one that would be perfect for tv oh well i'm sure they showed yeah. it on tv at some oh point. yeah no they did like a lot it was a it was a sci-fi classic like they just put it on there all the time before it was the Siffy channel uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it was, this is, a, is definitely a fun movie. Uh, what would you rate it? I give it a nine out of 10 elevator fall to your death. Nice. Uh, I'm going to give it a five, uh, uh, five. A five? Yeah. Shut up. Five, uh, overly tensed wires that don't need to be there that cut through people. Out of ten. Yeah, it's, it's to me, I... We have different tastes, but it's still a good movie. I still enjoy it. Um, I, you know, it's just to me, this is I'm very so much a, a fun. Reading. Okay, I'm sorry. We're not watching my movies what, anymore. What about you? What did you think? Did you think that this movie was the greatest thing in the world? Did you think it was better than Sliced Toast? Did you think that it was uh, it was good? Is uh, you know, could use some Vegemite or something like that on there. A little spicy, um, a little sriracha sauce on top of that toast. I don't know. Let us know. Uh, reach out to us at esat3am at gmail.com or esat3am.com uh, or the Twitter and Facebook at the, the at symbol esat3am. And we will see y'all next time. Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm going to close this up before she smacks me. Bye, guys. <laughs> see you next time. Bye. <laughs>